Have you invited your family and friends to be members of your wedding party yet? If not, today's episode is for you. In today's episode of Ask the Planner, I wanted to make a case for the smaller wedding party. As a luxury wedding planner here in upstate New York, I always love to see trends unfold in real time and, of course, have an opinion on them. Over the last two years, couples have naturally been drawn towards smaller wedding parties and smaller guest counts, but as guest counts increase again, wedding party sizes seem to increase right along with them. Now, while I love a big wedding and a jam-packed dance floor, today I'm going to make the case for a smaller wedding party, and if you are newly engaged and haven't chosen your wedding party yet, today I'm going to share a few, okay, six, things you might not have considered when choosing your wedding party. listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verb Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Hello and welcome to all of you on this week's episode of Ask the Planner. I am your host, Desiree Adams, and today I am sharing some behind the scenes as a New York wedding planner and making the case for why I believe most couples should at least consider having a smaller wedding party. Now, before you go out and invite eight or ten of your favorite people or try to make sure you and your fiancé have the exact same amount of close friends, you're going to want to listen to this. Spoiler, you do not need to have the same number of people on each side, honestly. If you are new to the show, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here for season three of the podcast. Are you newly engaged? Are you a wedding vendor? Did one of your friends send you the show? I would love to know. Leave me a message when you drop your review in Apple Podcasts. I check Apple Podcasts almost daily for any new reviews because I'm that cool. And I'm always so excited to hear your feedback. Leaving a review helps us up and coming shows get found by other people. And I want to be able to serve as many people as I can with all of our free and helpful content. So I hope today's episode is helpful for you. I am going to dive into all of the juicy details for today's episode, but in case you are driving or you want to have some notes to talk to your fiance about later, you will be able to find today's episode show notes at verveventco.com forward slash 73. Again, that's verveventco.com forward slash 73. Okay, let's get into it. A case for the smaller wedding party, aka shit you didn't think about when asking your friends to be in your wedding. I know I just sweared. Sorry. That sounded really harsh. Okay. On to the first reason. The first reason I love a smaller wedding party is that it saves you money. Now, if you think that sounds obvious, keep listening. If you have ever Googled how to save money on your wedding, you've likely heard that a smaller wedding guest list saves you money. So of course, it makes sense that a smaller wedding party would do the same, but it's a lot more than just buying them dinner. First, let's address the assumption that your wedding party pays for their own stuff. Let's face it, being a part of someone's wedding can be expensive. 
In fact, Wedding Wire published a study stating that the average cost of being a bridesmaid is $1,200. And if you have listened to me before, you know I often find them to be on the conservative side of things because I'm like, where are you getting these numbers? But that's what they said. So in the interest of making a case for the smaller wedding party, there is something to be said for saving your besties some cash. Lots of people are actually relieved when you don't ask them to be in the wedding party because they don't have to feel obligated to spend all that money. But anyways, that's another topic for another episode too. But that's actually not what I'm talking about here today. So the truth is it costs you significantly more money to have a large wedding party than it does a small one. On your wedding day, you should consider costs like their wedding bouquet and anything you want to gift them as a thank you for standing up with you. Yes, typically you give them a gift at your wedding. And don't get me started on all those bridesmaid proposal boxes either. Yes, they're very cute. But yes, those things will also cost you money the more you do them. And now let's talk about hair and makeup. This one can kind of be controversial, but we never shy away from that here on the Ask the Planner podcast. So here is our take. If your wedding party has the option to opt in to hair and makeup, you can ask them to pay. If you are requiring your people to get their hair and makeup done with the team of your choosing, you should be covering that cost. As a little extra note from your favorite wedding planner, we almost always recommend, no, not almost, we always recommend couples pay for their wedding party to have hair and makeup done. You may not think it's going to be obvious on the wedding day because you're like, oh, they're great at doing their makeup. It's fine. You're like, they're really great at doing hair. But it's often painfully obvious in your wedding photos if half the party had their hair and makeup done professionally and half did it themselves, regardless of how talented they are. They just stick out like a sore thumb. So to avoid letting them be that person, I recommend covering the cost for hair and makeup. Now, quick shameless plug here, but if you guys go to our wedding planning template shop, that's at shop.verveventco.com, and you get the wedding budget bundle, you will see all of the many places that are affected by your wedding party size. So let's talk about the personal flowers, which can be $125 or more for a bridesmaid's bouquet. Multiply that times eight people, that's $1,000 right there. And then for hair and makeup for 2023, I am seeing people in the $95 and up range for each service. So that's $190 per person times eight people, which is a whopping $1,520, which could be spent somewhere else. It's up to you. Okay, enough about the budget, but seriously, the wedding budget bundle is awesome and just like the exact same budget that I use for my couples and it's at shop.verveventco.com in the wedding planning template shop. Okay, on to reason number two. Having a smaller wedding party makes your wedding day feel more intimate and less chaotic. Listen, I completely understand wanting your wedding to feel like a big celebration, which it will be, but what I have found as a wedding planner is how you think a large wedding party will make you feel is often not the reality. With more people, there might actually be less attention on you because there's more going on, and I know right now you might be thinking, that's great, fine, I don't care, I don't need all that attention anyways, But when it comes time to organizing people, getting them going to different locations, asking someone to hand you a beverage or whatever else you need, having fewer people there is often more enjoyable. It's like herding cats at the wedding. Really, it's like herding cats. Whether it's your rehearsal, your ceremony processional, introductions at dinner, group photos, the list goes on. 
Also, do you love having 10 people's opinions thrown at you at once? I don't. Some people don't mind it, but if you're the type that gets a little overwhelmed trying to balance everyone and please everyone and hear everyone's opinions and all that stuff, a smaller wedding party will make the wedding planning process a lot more enjoyable. Just my opinion. Okay, but that's not even all of it, guys. Let's talk about your getting ready location. So now we're on to reason number three. As your wedding planning bestie, I am here to tell you that some, okay, many getting ready locations are tight. Seriously, I say this as someone who has toured hundreds of wedding venues and has frequently popped in to see how things are going and checking on the timeline. Whether your venue has a wedding party suite or you're getting ready in a hotel room, it can be hard to comfortably squeeze everyone in the same room or you're going to have to pay for, you know, like the king's, the, you know, whatever, like the, the sky suite. So that you have a giant kitchenette and everything just so you have room for everybody, which is also going to cost you more money. But anyways, not to mention you may want other people outside your wedding party getting ready with you too. It is not uncommon to invite your mother or your partner's mother or your siblings to get ready with you. On top of that, don't forget the hair and makeup artists that will also be taking up space in the room with you. It doesn't take much for the number of people squeezing in your hotel room to spiral out of control. You see where I'm going with this? Now, when you picture getting ready the morning of your wedding, chances are you aren't picturing being squished, bumping elbows with your family and friends. So I can tell you this, no matter what the size of the room is, it takes less people, fewer people than you think to fill it. Plus, you just need more counter space, and that's usually hard to come by anyways, not just for all the hair and makeup tools and all of the plugs and outlets and natural lighting, but all the bubbly and snacks. Like, you need space for all that stuff too. Speaking of getting ready, are you a morning person? Because if you choose to have a smaller wedding party, you don't need to start getting ready as early or bring in as many hair and makeup people. So yes, we are now on to reason number four. Again, the word chaotic comes to mind. It is much easier to have three or four people getting their hair and makeup done than it is to have 10 people. Not only will you need more artists with a larger party, but booking them, scheduling them, guys, ugh, <laughs> it just becomes a nightmare. So many hair and makeup teams also have a maximum number of artists available per wedding. So even with extra people, they might ask still for a 6 a.m. start time to squeeze everyone in. That sounds like the worst thing in the world to me. Quick caveat, and this is the wedding planner inside of me that can't not say this, hair and makeup is one of the items on your wedding day timeline that always seems to run late no matter how much time is budgeted for it. And when it does happen, it can feel like you are playing catch up all day. Now, if you have listened to our podcast for a while now, you know how crazy I can be about a wedding day timeline. I run a tight freaking ship and it really makes such a big difference to the overall feel of the day. And it's one of those things that nobody notices when you get it right and everyone notices when you get it wrong. If you leave this episode with just one tidbit about your wedding party size, please let it be that large wedding parties require early start times and there's more opportunity for getting behind. So before we get to our last two reasons, let's do a quick recap. Number one, a smaller wedding party saves you money. Number two, it also makes your day feel more intimate and less chaotic. Number three, 
it's hard to fit a large number of people in the same room for hair and makeup. So some people will have to miss out on things or you'll be less comfortable with less space to spread out. So just think about that. Number four, larger wedding parties almost always mean an earlier start time. No one wants to start getting ready at 6 a.m. They will hate you. Or if you if you do start getting ready at 6 a.m., then the two people that are supposed to start getting ready at 6 a.m. are going to be late, and then you're going to be behind anyways. So yeah. Okay. On to our last two reasons for the case for the smaller wedding party. The fifth big advantage of a smaller wedding party is that there are fewer people to herd around on your wedding day. Now, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but I want to circle back and talk about the transportation and your wedding party photos. Two things that can quickly become an absolute nightmare with a large group. Like I said, it's like herding cats to get everyone to the limo are all smiling at the camera at the same time. I mean, it's hard to take a selfie with a group of three people and everyone looking good in the same direction and no one blinking. Think about it if you doubled or tripled that. It's going to be so much harder and you're going to have to take a lot more photos. And that's just going to take up more time and then your mouth is going to get tired and you're going to be like, oh my God, why am I still doing this? Now, everyone might have the best of intentions and are definitely not trying to make your life harder, at least I hope, but with larger groups, there are often so many more side conversations going on that it can be hard to hear or stay focused on the person leading them to the next step, whether that's the transportation driver, the photographer, or me, your wedding planner. Now, I do my best and I do have to raise my voice. But you would be surprised the number of people that just don't listen or pay attention because there's diffusion of responsibility in a larger group. It's like a whole psychological thing. Anyways, it's true. Look it up. Okay, number six, last but definitely not least, a smaller wedding party allows you to have more quality time with the people that are there. Honestly, this has been one of my biggest takeaways from micro weddings in general, and also like just the reason why we do what we do, but it applies tenfold to your wedding party. These are the people you're going to spend your entire wedding day with. You don't need to include your old best friend you don't see anymore or your favorite work colleagues. Like every wedding decision, be intentional. If you really can't imagine walking down the aisle without your 15 best friends from middle school, that's okay too. But often I find couples filling their wedding party list with too many people in an effort to make everyone from a certain social group feel included or their cousins or like this, I have to invite this person because I'm inviting this person. So, or making that they have to make sure that they have the same number of people as their, their spouse or whatever. So, you know, take my episode into consideration. Also, as we look toward 2023 and 2024, many of my couples are actually scrapping wedding parties altogether or are keeping things very intimate. And it's not because of me, it's because they already figured it out. But I'm talking only their siblings and no one else or just the maid of honor and just the best man and nobody else or even like not even have actually like a wedding party, but just having a couple people stand up with them, but not having anything official. So with that in mind, they're also enjoying themselves more, which as a planner is all I really care about. So that wraps up today's episode on making a case for the smaller wedding party. I know it was short, but I hope it was very impactful. This is one trend that erupted from the micro weddings of 2021. And in our humble opinion, we hope it's here to stay. We love designing weddings intentionally, and I hope we have made our case for the benefits of a smaller wedding party. 
As a quick recap, here are the six reasons why less is more when it comes to your wedding party size. One, you will save money on stuff that doesn't matter so that you can splurge on the stuff that does. Mm, Think about that. Two, it enhances your wedding day experience by making it feel more intimate and less chaotic trying to do all the things with all of the people. Three, it makes your getting ready suite feel a lot roomier and more comfortable. Four, you can start getting ready at a more leisurely time later in the day and worry less about having half a dozen hair and makeup artists in your schedule. Five, you don't feel like you're hurting cats on your wedding day because if you don't have a wedding planner, it's probably going to be you guys or the photographer. And getting to and from one location to the next, a smaller group always seems to know exactly where they're supposed to be. It's like magic. Number six, lastly, you can spend extra time loving about the people you do care about the most. So did we convince you? Whether you decide to keep it small or go big with your wedding party, I hope this episode has given you something to consider when planning intentionally for your wedding. Sometimes more is not more. For the episode show notes and links, go to verveventco.com forward slash 73. Again, that's verveventco.com forward slash 73. If you have follow-up questions or want me to talk more in-depth about what you heard today, join me Wednesday night for a quick IG Live to talk about your questions, or you can leave me a voicemail. It can be anonymous at 585-210-3467. Again, that's 585-210-3467. I have loved all the questions you guys have submitted so far on my Instagram lives and I can't wait to do more of them with you so keep them coming. Also while you're there on your phone please leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leave your Instagram handle and how many people you plan to have in your wedding party. No hard feelings if you still go with 10. If you have a question drop it in your review and I will address it in a future episode and follow you back or you can call the wedding planning hotline. Speaking of reviews let's get to today's review of the day. So this review is from Love the Blur Background. Maybe she's talking about our new episode podcast tile. Is that what you're talking about? That would be awesome. Anyways, love the blur background, right? Five stars. I have listened to a ton of wedding planning podcasts, and this is one of my favorites. I have learned something from every episode. Oh, thank you so much. Love the blur background for writing that really nice review. I have also listened to a lot of wedding planning podcasts and really appreciate that the Ask the Planner podcast is one of your favorites. Yay! And if you want to be a superstar like Love the Blur Background, please don't forget to leave a five-star review for the show and Apple Podcasts if you liked it today. Reviews are so helpful to us podcasters because it helps other listeners find the show and helps us get ranked on Apple Podcasts. Also, I think we're getting more traction on Apple Podcasts too because I have lots of people pitching to be on the show, which is so exciting. Some of them I'm like, I don't even know why you're talking about us because or to us because it's not relevant at all, so I'm not going to have you on the show. But other people are great. I just had a conversation with a wardrobe stylist and image consultant. Her name is Amy from The Style That Binds Us. So she's going to be on the show. And then later this month, I'm interviewing the points guy to tell us all about how to use our miles and other reward and loyalty programs to pay for your honeymoon and other expenses, which is awesome. So keep those five-star reviews coming. 
Also, we do have a couple one-star reviews, but I have no idea why they don't like the podcast. They just leave a one-star. So if you're one of those people, can you let me know why? I just love the feedback so we can improve. If not, I get it, but I would just love to know why. Okay. Anyways, I just like closure. All right. I hope today's episode, I gave you a little extra food for thought when it comes to choosing who you want in your wedding party. If you want to reference the Cliff Notes later, did I just date myself? Does everyone still use Cliff's Notes? Anyways, make sure to head to the episode show notes at verveventco.com forward slash 73. In episode 74, I am talking to a custom clothier about custom suits and tuxes. I know, I know, it sounds expensive, but hear me out. I honestly think it's worth it. And in that episode, I'm going to tell you what I think about the choice in attire my husband of 13 years made when we got married might surprise you. Thank you all so much for joining me today. This really is one of my favorite times of the week. Until next time, I will see you all over on Instagram and TikTok at Ask the Planner Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, Make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you.